This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to All Things Azeroth, episode 726, Making Your Own Maw Ride. Today's sponsor is Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2021. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2021. Nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. We're also sponsored by Amazon Music Unlimited. Check them out at getamazonmusic.com slash allthingsas, where they have over 70 million songs across all different styles. Again, that's getamazonmusic.com slash allthingsas to get your free trial today. Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things Azeroth. Now we present your awesome hosts, the always stalwart and honorable Maedros! The commander of the fell and master of demons, Death. The non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty! And the high priestess of the Everlight, Owie! She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the world of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth! And welcome back to All Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. I'm your host, Medros. With me, I have Toasty. Hey, Toasty. And we also have us, Allie. Hey, Allie. Hello. Hi. How you doing? We had a snow day today, so today has been lovely. That is good. Your, your dogs seem to be enjoying the snow yesterday. They They love it. For the most part, I mean... When they need to go to the bathroom and there's just so much snow piled up, it's a bit tricky, and so they get a little frustrated. But otherwise, one of my snow, one of my snows, <laughs> one of my dogs loves to chase snowballs and eat it and romp around and jump and stuff. The other one, she loves just running through the snow and sticking her head in it and every other thing you could possibly imagine. Except sometimes eating the snow makes her throw up, but. That didn't happen today, so we were really lucky because she was eating snow. And it sticks to... She's a golden retriever, so it sticks to her fur and clumps and her paws. And so she loves it so much, but when she comes in, she just gives us the saddest look and like holds up her paw to ask for help to get the snow out of her paws. And sometimes <laughs> it gets so bad where she gets like these ginormous like ice balls in her paws. So it's... She loves it so much, but it betrays her and she gets really pitiful. But then once you're done helping her and drying her off and stuff, she like is so happy and, and gives you kisses. That's good. So yeah, it was it was a lovely day. I'm glad to hear that. And Toasty, how was your day? Your week? How, how are you doing there, buddy? And, and I mean, share what you wish. Uh, well, it's been a long week stressful week full of anxiety i'm not going to talk about it too much on the show but you know i talked about it on twitter and anybody who cares that much uh will have probably seen that already it's been a stressful week but i'm i am glad for the distraction of video games let's just let's just put it that way i played so much stardew valley over the, yeah, over you the did. weekend <laughs> Like, I think in, I, I started a new farm on Saturday, and by the time I logged up, I'm like, oh, that's like 16 hours into this farm already. Okay. That's, that's excessive, but whatever, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I uh, can't wait for this week to be over. I can imagine. Well, how was your week in WoW? Um, <laughs> my week in WoW, as a result of distress and anxiety... Uh, was not overly involved. Um, I got my bad news on Thursday, so I, I opted to skip raid because I just wasn't in the right headspace for that. Um, raided on Wednesday, though. Uh, we got up to Blood Council. Uh, yeah, Blood Council. And uh, didn't quite get that down. So unfortunately, I will not get my chance at a weapon from my vault this week. But from what I understand, we ended up getting it down. Uh, and then Sunday, I don't know. I just, I just did my chores. Um, did my did did, did did my souls quest and my anima quest, and that was pretty much it for for a while. I needed the time away. 
So that's what I did. Just just maintained a lot. How about you, Ellie? Actually, I'm doing a lot this week, so I had a, li a little more free time. A little bit. So I got my blood decay to 60. Started doing the Necrolord campaign stuff, which was a lot of fun. And I, I you know, dusted off the, well, dust from tanking, since I haven't really tanked since Legion. I did a couple dungeons in BFA, not a whole lot. And I did one of them so far. I think I did a Necrotic Wake on my tank while I was leveling, but that's it. So I decided to, you know, give it a go and see how I felt about it. So I did the Draenor time walking with my husband and a couple of friends and felt pretty good about it. There's, it's changed a little bit since Legion, but not enough to make it feel foreign. So it felt good to be tanking a bit and starting to get her some gear and finally starting to see a new Covenant story because I've only seen the one so far. So that was really nice. And did some Torghast. And there's some really fun Blood Death Knight Torghast abilities. So I was really enjoying that. Just seeing, you know, different perspective. You know, it's, it's yeah, it's still the same Torghast and everything. But having the different anima abilities changes it a little bit. At least for me it did. So that was really cool. And I did my ICC runs. And no, no Invincible. Not, not yet. And then the normal, you know, chores, as you were calling it, with my, my main. I got her Shadow Legendary upgraded to 235 finally, so that felt pretty good. So when we do switch to DPS, I can actually do more DPS now versus what I was doing before. So that's really good. And I think that's about it. I gotta ask, when you did Torghast... Like I, I watched the Torghast run you did on stream the other day, but if, if you go into Torghast any other time during the week, and did you take advantage of the event where everything was dark, like that April Fool's yes. dungeon they hinted about a while back? Yeah, so I did it. Um, my husband and I did Torghast earlier in the weekend because um, we both need Soul Ash. That's how I upgraded my legendary, and I did a layer two of Torghast with my Blood DK. Um, that wasn't just you know the quest it was an actual lair um but i wasn't gonna take that on her because i'm still low geared on her and that was just that'd be bad i played around with it a little bit on my priest it's definitely interesting it's definitely different but i was also on a level that had chains and I feel good about the, the darkness and the chains i like the one where so one of the abilities you can actually choose when you were going to enter into the darkness and you had control over it. And it was, it's definitely different. <laughs> it's pretty challenging and a really weird feeling to have your screen completely black, but to know there's baddies in front of you. And at one point I kept running into the wall apparently. So, and, and he was having issues too. And then the chains, we, we decided to exit that and go back and do a normal tour gas run. <laughs> yeah. Cause that was, that's, that's something. Yeah. But I like that. That's an option. I can see myself maybe later in the expansion, having fun with that one when it comes back up. Yeah. Some, some of those wings are, will not be friendly for that no. particular <laughs> thing. Like I'm thinking of, I think it's Mortrigar with all where you're mm -hmm. on the platforms and stuff. Yeah, like that 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 could end badly. <laughs> yep, and you know I'm I'm a major klutz in real life, and I work hard not being klutz in game, but it still happens, especially if you take any of the abilities that maybe speeds you up along walls, or that the you know the big jumps, that can go very bad on some of those layers. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh like, I was thinking if I wanted to tackle, if I wanted to use that, abil that ability, I wouldn't want to do it on my warrior. I'd probably prefer to do it on, uh, like, a more ranged heavy class. I can see that being helpful. Especially with the way I play my warrior. I'm heroic leaping all over the place. I depend on my charges a lot. Charge right Not off the platform. 
Yeah, not being able to see it would not be ideal. Right. But yeah, I think I definitely see. Are, are these rotating? Do we know? Uh, we don't, I assume they are. We haven't seen anything to indicate it. Indicate like that yet, seen, yeah, like I don't think we've had enough to have repeats yet, but I feel like we would. But basically, yeah, like later in the expansion, when I have a little more time or whatever it may be, I can see myself exploring this one more and having fun with it. With friends, maybe. Yeah. I mean, luckily, yeah, you can change yet. it a little bit with like if you if you play with enemy nameplates. But I know not everybody does that. So true. True. And at least you can still look at your mini map. So you're not completely screwed. Or at yeah, least in, then, in one of the abilities that could. Yeah, but then, but then you got to worry about, okay, like I got to compare, I gotta look at that mini map and like, okay, compare it to the scale of what I know the platforms usually are. True. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to leap over here. And in theory, I should have enough space that I can still strafe a little bit if I need to. But like, how much am I going to be able to strafe? And oh, well, now I'm off the platform and there goes a the death. Yep. And uh, Raid, because you, you talked about Raid. We did on Thursday get two Sludge Fist again. I think nice. our best pull was 13%, 16%. Oh, we're getting there. We're getting there. We just, we're, we're still lacking the DPS a bit. And, you know, accidents still happen with chains once in a while and that kind of thing. So we're, we're still, we're working on it. Hopefully this week we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I, I, uh, I think it was I think it was Sniper that suggested maybe we help get fill some gear spots, gear slots for people by going through normal. There are some people that need it, so it'd probably be a good idea. So we'll, I don't know. We'll see what actually happens with that. Yeah. But yeah, that that's about it for my week and my week in WoW and stuff. Medros, how are you? And how was your week in WoW? Um, I'm okay. Uh, I, I had a relatively decent week. I actually streamed like Pokemon stuff like an hour or so before this, so <clears throat> it, it's been a busy night for me already. Um, so after our last episode, I realized that my main was exalted with all four of the reps, and I never went back once I hit exalted with the other reps to get to check out what the mounts were. Uh, so I spent about 75,000 gold on the Lurid Blood Tusk, the Dusk Flutter Ardmoth, and the Court Sinrunner from the various rep vendors in, um, in Oribos. So that was on, uh, Monday night after our show. Uh, Tuesday, um, I got a Eternal Phalanx of Purity from hitting Renown 39 on my Kyrian character. Nice. Uh, same night, I got the Rave, Gravestone Battle Armor from hitting Renown 39 on my Venthyr character. Uh, and then on Wednesday night, I got the Enchanted Shadeleaf Runestag from hitting 39 on my Nightfae character. Uh, so, got... like At that point, I was up to six mounts on the week. A pretty good week for, you know, anybody, really. Um, then... Uh, from a treasure chest in uh, in Bastion, my main got an acrobatic steward. Oh, nice. Uh, I still want one of those. Um, I I want to find, like, five people that all have it and, and see, because it says, like, if you're if you're near somebody and have it, actually, this is somebody who, nearby who has it, uh, they will stack. And, and I, I want to see. I want to see them stack. It's pretty awesome. Um, then uh, from a Parion cash for Kyrian, I got the Larian Cub. Uh, cute bet. I put it in uh, Discord. And then um, my uh, Necrolocker to my Death Knight uh, hit a renowned level that got him the ability to get a Warbred Taurus. So I got a Tauralus from that one. So every every uh, Covenant gave me a, a pet uh, um, amount this week. So that was nice. And some gave me more than one. But um, And then uh, yesterday, or no, was it? What day was it that I posted that? Was it last night? Yeah, yeah last night. Uh, I got Purity, which is 
a fox-like vulpine pet. Um, all white, and it looks super cute. I put, put it in Discord last night. Uh, definitely did not expect that from doing that uh, that one, but uh, I was happy to have it. So, um, I did take my uh, Death Knight into Torghast because I had to. I wanted to unlock more of the campaign, and I realized that was like doing the recover stuff was the the blocker there. Uh, I did do the dark the, the darkness thing. Don't like it. We'll never do it again. <laughs> uh, three deaths from that. Uh, just because I couldn't get perspective on on where where things were and stuff. And uh, I, I just I wasn't I wasn't having any success. Uh, so I was just like, you know, I'm just gonna I'm not gonna go do this again. I, I I was only in there to get some some souls. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna get what I'm here. I'm doing what I came here to do, and I'm done. I'm out of here. Um. So, uh, yeah. So I did that. Uh, did not like that experience. Uh, ten out of ten would not do again so yeah that's my opinion on that one um and uh yeah that's pretty much my week I, I really i had a good week like as you can see i had a lot of really cool stuff i did the world boss on all of my characters and for the third week since ro uh cursed me uh i did not get any from any, any of my characters so congratulations ro your curse continues Thanks a lot, buddy. Thanks. It in perfect. Oh, yeah. Jealous. Anyways, uh, so yeah, uh, it was a good <laughs> week. And yeah, that's about it for me. My week, so. Uh, I guess let's talk about some music. All right, so our newest sponsor are the folks over at Amazon Music Unlimited. You can check them out at getamazonmusic.com slash allthingsaz where they have over 70 million songs, thousands of playlists and artists, including our artist this week, Protest the Hero, one of my favorite bands. Um, recent Juno Award winner. If you don't know what the Junos are, it's a Canadian music uh, awards festival. Uh, and they won the best metal slash heavy music album of the year with their latest release, Palimpsest. You check that out. I, I strongly suggest the song Soliloquy. It is one of my favorite songs on that record. And if you want to check out any of the other bands or artists or whatever that Amazon has have, ava uh, have available to you, visit getamazonmusic.com slash allthingsaz. And we want to thank Amazon Music for their support of the show. All right. So this week in WoW, We've got the Battleground bonus event going from March 16th to the 22nd. We've also got the PvP Brawl South Shore versus Terran Mill from the 16th to the 22nd. We've got two of those mini events this week. We've got Ungaro Madness going from the 17th to the 19th. And my personal favorite, Trial of Style, going from the 20th to the 24th. And that's what's coming up this week. All right. Well, you guys know that I, I want to ride them out in the mall, right? I mean, not as much as Toasty, who actually tracks how many times he tries to mount in the Maw. Like, I'm not that <laughs> much I want to mount in the Maw. Like, I don't care how many times I've tried to use my mount. I know it's a lot, and I don't want to know the actual number. Just just, just a side note to, to that comment. When I moved computers, like, I thought, I, I thought in transferring over all my WTF folders and all that other stuff, that it would keep track. It did not. Oh... That, so started over again, which means I have the opportunity to get to 420 again before 9.1 hits, or before I get the one of the mounts available to me. All right then. Well, 9.05 uh, gave us the ability to craft a uh, mom mount, um, and we now have more information on what that is going to take. So, uh, first thing, uh, you will need to be maximum reputation with Venari. You have to be appreciated by Venari to even start the process. So uh, if, like some of us on the show, myself included, you have not kept up your rep with Venari and only see Venari when you absolutely have to once a week to get souls, 
then you will, like me, not have very good rep with Venari. And it'll take a while to get there. Uh, so I, I guess good luck and and have fun repping, rep grinding if you want. Um, so basically the, the, the basics of the uh, process is you need to p purchase at least uh, a Stygia Dowser, an animated levitating chain from Venari in order to uh, get the, the, the Maw Mount built. Um, to build the Maw Mount, you need to collect some stuff. You need to do some quests. Um, there's a lot of guides. There's actually some pretty good videos of what you need to do. Um, and uh, basically, you have to do a encounter, gather a bunch of stuff from around the Maw, and then uh, basically craft using various processes the mount you want. Uh, it's going to take a lot of time, uh, but if you want to ride the mount and you don't want to you spend the next you know month of your life going through twisty corridors, uh, this is a good way to do that. What do you guys think about the process that they put behind this crafting? Uh, there, there are some people that are a little choked about the process. It, I mean, it, it, it is a bit of a grind. As you said, you have to be max rep with Venari, plus there's all the other steps. I think there's five total steps in this process. In addition to that, you need 3,500 Stygia in order to finish everything you need to get the mount, and that's a lot. But at the same time, for those of us who've been who, who had for those for those of us where the the play, where being able to mount in the mall would matter more because they've been spending a lot of time there like realistically they should be some a lot those kind those kind of players should be pretty close to maybe meeting all the requirements to start on this crafting process and yes it sucks for the people who have been waiting on a way to mount in the moss so they can start doing that content because that's because that's what's stopping them from doing that content. Unfortunately, they're going to have to either continue chasing twisting corridors, finish this rep grind, get lucky with the raid drops with the with the mount drop while you're questing around, or just wait until nine one. I don't know. Like, like I said, for the people who have been whose place whose Playstyle has been taking them to the Maw a lot, and they've been enjoying that content. They're going to have a bit of a quicker way to be able to mount up there, and cool for them. Kind of sucks for the rest of us, but that's kind of whatever. I am in the total of required rep you need for Venari. I'm about 7,800 to 8,000 rep in, which means I'm tentative. However, the, the current rep requires another 7,000. The next one after that requires another 7,000. Uh, and then 21,000 from Cordial to Appreciative. So I'm not getting that mounting anytime soon. Yeah, and, and Manny brings up a good point in chat here. He says, I, I really feel that if you've been avoiding them all this time, that then you really are not going to start liking them all just because you can mount. And, you know, that's that that's a possibility. Um, I mean, that's that's certainly going to be how some people feel towards the, the content that's in them all. But I know some people are legitimately just waiting to... Find a, have a way to get around there faster. Medros, I know you cited stuff like that yeah. in the past. Uh, I don't like running. Yeah. So it's not something that I'll do. So, but that is entirely my choice. I get that. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about this about this process, Ellie? Well, let me start off by saying I am a work in Maine, so I'm one of the lucky ones, and I'm fully aware of that. And for those who are waiting and hoping that having a mount will make the moth feel better, I feel like it does. Because I, I've i enjoyed the moth this whole time, but that's just me. I like the challenge and everything. But again, I can mount. Whereas I went there this weekend on my DK, not being able to mount, and I'm had this moment where I was like, yeah, I can see why people get annoyed by them all. <laughs> Not being able to mount here with, you know, you have certain areas where you need certain objectives and you have to run through so many ads to get there. It just, I, I understand it. So 
mounting does make the moth feel better. And yeah, I mean, this, this may feel like a lot to some. I know for me, I'm cordial with her. I think pretty solidly cordial. And I haven't been like, there was a couple weeks where I never touched the moth because I was way too busy. And some weeks where I would go in there, but it would just be to get my souls and maybe do a couple of the easier quests for her. So I'm not super on top of the rep with her, but I don't feel that behind either. So the rep doesn't bother me. And looking through these steps to me, I mean, it, it, it looks like fun to me, but I like doing, you know, things that are like a little different now, the ordinary and whatever to get mounts and being able to craft it yourself, I think is pretty cool. I probably am not going to take the time to do it until later on in the expansion. When, you know, there's a lull between expansion, uh, between content patches and I'm not working alts and that kind of thing. But I think because you're getting a maw mount and because you're getting the convenience of having a mount finally in the maw, I'm okay with it taking a little bit longer with these quest steps and whatnot, but that might just be me. Can I, can I just little... say, oh, sorry, good. Can I just say oof about that puzzle, about the puzzle you have to do at the end? If you fail and you fail enough times, you just straight up can't do it for another two hours. You have a limited number of attempts, which cool. I, I dig stuff like that. It sucks, but you know, I like my puzzles to begin with, so it's fine. You're a puzzling kind of guy. Mon, sure. uh, Ma, <laughs> your name is Ma now. Okay. Uh, Manny in chat is saying most of the steps you can do today, the 200 Sigius slivers and the dust is the rogue grind. That took me through most of the week and you actively compete with other players for nodes. That part about having to compete with other players for nodes, I can see that getting really old really quick. Hopefully that dies down a little bit um, as the, as as we get further into this patch. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Sorry, Metris, you were saying something before I started blathering about yeah, liking puzzles. Um, <laughs> I saw some folks who were um, disappointed, and I, I was a little confused by the disappointment. And I feel like the, the the likelihood is just that I fully expected the, the craft all mount to be the way it is. Uh, I saw some people who were frustrated they couldn't craft multiples to sell. So, A, do you think they should be something you can craft multiples of to sell? And B, how much would you pay for one? Um, I wouldn't pay for one, honestly. Uh, I would I would likely just go through whatever steps I need to do to get through to get them out any of the three existing ways. That's me. I don't I have like, a lot of gold to begin with, so that probably true. factors into it. That definitely would, yes. How about you, Allie? I probably wouldn't pay for it. I do see the desire to want to be able to craft extras and sell it. And I feel like that would actually be pretty nice of Blizzard to make that possible. Because there's some people who, you know, would rather spend the gold than spend the time. And that's, you know, everyone plays their deal in different ways. So that'd be nice. Uh, but again, I just, I I don't feel the urgent need to get this done because I can mount in the mall already. And I, I pretty much cheat. So that's me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as long as you admit you're cheating, that's fine. Hey, it it is the the working given right to run on all fours. <laughs> and I mean, technically, it's also a druid's right too. Yes. Um, I would be in favor of them making this sellable. I would probably pay two, three hundred thousand for it. Uh. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't spend a million for it. Uh not knowing that the the utility of it is a very limited time. Um, you know, a matter of months. 
you know, I, I wasn't willing to spend for the mammoth mount that had vendors back in the day because it was too much. And that has unlimited utility. It can be pulled at any time you're outside. Um, so a, a mount that would um, have limited usefulness, unless it was unless you could use it in the maw, or in sorry, in Torghast, I should say, in the outdoorsy layers of Torghast, that I might consider. Um, but yeah, max max three hundred thousand gold is, is what I'd spend um, on something like that. But that's just me. There are people I'm sure who would pay more. Those who spend a lot more time in the Maw and who would see there being a lot more use to it for them. But i just curious. I saw a lot of people who were like surprised that they couldn't craft multiples because they were hoping to sell them to their friends or give them to friends or sell them in the auction house. And uh, I was not surprised because I, I was not expecting to be something you could sell. I, I assumed you were just crafting for your own self. Yeah, that's what I assumed as well. But yeah, it's interesting to see the guide here. If you want, check it out on Wowhead. Uh, there's also some videos on what you need to do. Um, and uh, good luck to those who uh, who want to craft their own. All right. So uh, tell us about some of the uh, some of the fixes that have come in recently. Yes, with having a patch, sometimes it comes with hot fixes, and a couple of them do involve the Maw, more specifically Torghast. Now. They've changed it recently so that you get anima if you are capped on souls for your covenant. And which is lovely. But part of the reason you get capped on souls is you don't have enough anima to upgrade your covenant. So that's why they added the anima to the weekly souls quest if you are capped on souls. To help you a little bit with your, your covenant and whatnot. And it's supposed to be giving 500. But for a little bit there, it was 250. So it has been hot fixed. We're back up to 500 now. So that is lovely. I know I'm Captain Souls. So I really am <laughs> very appreciative of this. And then another hot fix is for some reason this week... Many people reported a bug where they were knocking their soul ash from Torghast. Which I did not experience that bug myself. So I'm glad. Maybe because the hotfix was live before I did it. But if you are someone who you run Torghast. Well, at the time it's recording, it's already fixed. But basically those who ran into this bug, they were able to rerun Torghast and go get their soul ash. And it's been fixed. So everyone's getting their soul ash now. It's all hunky-dory, easy-peasy, lemon-squeezy, go get your soul ash. Yeah, that was actually very interesting. And say, unfortunately, for those people who, like, who who lucked into their layer 8 clears, like, oh, now they got to do it again and maybe not get so lucky with the with the powers that they're getting. That's true. I mean, I can, I can see the frustration why that wouldn't feel good. But, you know, best they can do, I guess. Yeah. I'm not sure what happened with the people who got 250 anima from the Souls Quest. I know, Medros, you ran into that problem, right? Um, I saw it because I, I we got the the quest right away when it, the servers came back up, and I noticed that it was only giving 250, but I hadn't turned mine in. I hadn't collected the souls yet. Um, but I did see uh, at my uh, covenant several people who were turning theirs in at that point, and I was like, uh. What you guys doing? Like, you're you're not getting what you should. You're just gonna lose out. Um, but you know, it's, it's up to each person what they want to do and uh, use their time and stuff their way. Uh, the at the soul ash thing was actually really interesting because I was actually watching on Twitter at the time, and there's some people who were like, you know, five of us did it, three of us got soul ash, two of us didn't. Uh, so it was it was hit and miss even on whether you'd get soul ash. Um, and and that I mean that's incredibly frustrating for those who didn't get it. Um, especially when you couldn't be certain if you would or wouldn't. Uh, so I probably wouldn't have done any 
Torghast at that point, because why waste your time, right? I mean, I'm the guy who runs Torghast, even when, yeah. Okay, but do you run, like, the hardest stuff every when you're doing it just for fun? Yes. Why? Because I find it fun. All right. Don't yuck my yums, man. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> we talked about how much I've like roguelites on roguelikes on this show, so like it's it's just a lot of fun for yeah, me. Yeah, right? you're right. You're right. Um, but yeah, so I'm glad those are both resolved. They're they're both resolved pretty quickly, I think. Uh, this the the souls from uh your anima quest uh or sorry the anima, anima from souls quest uh that was fixed pretty quickly uh, yeah. i want to say like i feel like they were both fixed within the day um i, I want to say that the one was fixed like within an hour but um hmm yeah i don't know i'm just looking at just looking at the timing of the posts for the hot fix looks like both of them were were done within the day so there was pretty is a pretty quick turnaround yeah so glad those was resolved uh, I'm curious. I, I'm now capped at uh, Renown 40. Uh, are you guys planning to, to get the Renown, like the um, the Anima quest anymore? Because, I mean, 1,500 gold is not that much. Um, yeah, I, mean, I, I just talked about how much gold I don't have. So, yes. <laughs> well, okay, I guess. Good point. And to pay my repair bills. And transmog bills. I mean, come on. You gotta look good. I do transmog a lot. <laughs> I need to get new gear in order for me to like have to transmog stuff though. Uh, the way the way I see it is I get the thousand anima pretty naturally throughout the week. Plus being Night Fae, I have the second quest to get thousand anima as part of the Queen's Conservatory. So I you know, I might might as well. That's a fair point. Yeah, I still want to buy a bunch of the anima rewards too. Yeah, I just, I mean, I, I I'm not gonna push myself to complete that on those characters. Like, if I get it in the week, fine. And considering three of the, all three of those characters that are level or are around forty are also soul capped, uh, it's not gonna be a huge deal for them when they already get like fifty right off the hop for just running to the the maw for an hour. And yeah, now it'll it turns into a um, I have to do this every week kind of thing. Like, oh, if I happen to do it, it's fine. If not, then whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I wasn't sure if anybody was planning to like just not bother with the Anima Quest now that it's, they don't need the renown. But I still want the stuff, so I'm going to do the quest so I can get the stuff. That's a fair point. Alright, talk to us about Mythic Plus Dungeon. Alright, so we talked about we talked a bunch last week about the changes to uh not the changes, like the um, the Valor point system being reintroduced. One thing that we didn't know when we recorded last week was how much Mythic Plus Dungeons rewarded. And now we know that, having, you know, been a week through this patch. So we now we know that regardless of the Mythic Plus Keystone level. You're going to get rewarded 135 valor per mythic plus that you complete. So now it gives us a bit of a better idea as to um, as, as to the time frame we can look at for completing some of these upgrades. Now, to uh, just for uh, I I did I did some math earlier today to compare like the least expensive versus the most expensive upgrades. So for your least expensive upgrades, like your ring, I think that costs 250 anima or 250 valor caps, 200, yeah, 250 valor points to upgrade. So with that, knowing that um, you can run two mythic pluses in order to upgrade your ring or eight rare callings or five epic callings. If you want to upgrade something like your two handed weapons, that's 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 going to be a bit more obviously because that's a thousand valor points so for that for just one upgrade to a two-handed weapon you're looking at running at least seven mythic plus dungeons and you're also throwing in completing a rare 
calling or an epic calling. So there's a little bit more involved to that, obviously. Um, but uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, it seems like it feels like a lot of time invested into upgrading these pieces of gear, but it's not unlike um, it's not it's not unlike the pace at which we were upgrading gear when we were using res like the residuum or whatever last expansion. It was it was not something that you were gonna you're gonna be able to do super quickly unless you're really willing to grind out a lot and that seems to be the case this time around at least for the more expensive pieces of gear I don't know I think that pace feels about right I'm, uh, uh, Ali Medros I'm, I'm, how do you feel about that pace? I think the pace feels okay. I still struggle with the whole fact that if I want to really upgrade it to a point where it's going to be decently high enough for me, I'm going to have to make sure I get, you know, Keystone Master Challenger done. Right. And that's that, that just very, very much on a personal level. That's my stumbling block. So. Yeah, but I However, Sorry, I, I, I did find a vendor, a broker vendor in Oribos, where you can spend your Valor points and get bags of like meat and cloth and stuff. Okay. So that's something you can spend your Valor points on. That That's kind of cool. I didn't know about that. So no, that's I didn't either. But where, where I'm is sure it's in Oribos. Okay. And Oribos is a big place. I don't know. Oh. They're over there with brokers. I was oh, running yeah. around. I wasn't paying attention to where um, I was. You know, there's like a million brokers in Arbos, right? Yes. Uh, just, okay. just go to Wowhead. I, I remember Wowhead had a post about where the bro where the Valor vendors are. <laughs> I didn't include that. I didn't include it in those because, like, how am I supposed to effectively communicate where the Valor vendors are <laughs> on an audio podcast? There is there 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 is some brokers and and a table and chairs and they're by a wall. And it's by the opening of a hallway. Yep. <laughs> they're, they're on the floor. Although, do the do the brokers hover? Um, No, the attendants hover. Broker, right, brokers it. are on the floor. Yeah. So they're on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm helpful. I give up. <laughs> Um, so yeah, th th that's, that th we have a better picture of how the Valor Points upgrade system is going to work and what kind of time frame we can expect when we're looking at upgrading our Mythic Plus gear with Valor Points. Uh, Blizzard also came out and clarified a little further about, um, the Valor Point cap. So, um. The first week, we were able to collect up to 5,000 Valor. Um, and they just clarified that next week, you're not going to be able to collect 5,000 more. You're only going to be able to collect up to the increased cap of 5,750. So if you collected 5,000 Valor for week one and didn't spend any of it, week two, you're only going to be able to collect 750. So you'll only be able to collect up to the new cap week to week, which makes sense. That's intriguing. I, I I didn't think that's how it was going to work. I mean, it doesn't matter to me. I'm never hitting the cap, so. <laughs> you could get really lucky and get and hit a whole bunch of epic reward callings. I mean, multiple times a day. That's a theory. I know that doesn't happen. I know that can't happen. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. It could, maybe. Weird bug. I don't know. That's a fair point. Could happen. Never say never and all that stuff. Well, look at it this way. You're, you're going to be able to collect all that meat and all the other all the other crafting stuff and craft with it. <laughs> Sell it off. Yep. All, all that good stuff. Do. Yeah, lots of demand for meat. <laughs> like straight up, yeah. Those feasts, feasts don't make themselves. You gotta, you gotta have some sort of protein there. 
All right. <laughs> and if you're like, and if you're a group like, say, Phalanx of Nod, uh, you go through a, a, a bunch of feasts every raid night. But I... Minimum three, likely more than that. All right. I'll craft a hundred of them and, and transfer the character over to uh, Dalaran. All right. Before you do that, why don't you talk to us about um, the the update to the news we talked about last week with the Alliance Hall of Fame. Yeah, so... Uh, as we talked about last week, there was some guilds who had some rather suspicious uh, activity uh, who have been discovered to have been uh, paying for boosts to get them into the uh, Hall of Fame. Uh, this is the Alliance side, if I recall. And uh, we commented that we didn't feel like Netties had done a lot in the way of punishing. Uh, they, they'd done a few days uh, suspension for a few people. Uh, some people just have the achievement clear, cleared out. Um, and uh, we didn't feel that was very significant compared to other um, other things that were done. So uh, we found out this week that Blizzard has removed all 16 guilds that were um, a party of this, issue, this um, method of gaming the system uh, from the Alliance Hall of Fame. Uh, and they were replaced with other guilds that had uh, completed Sardanathrus that would have had it not been for those people cheating or gaming the system, I guess. Uh, they they put them in those spots. Uh, so uh, 16 guilds that had previously been uh, left out of the Hall of Fame uh, found themselves in the Hall of Fame. Um, now, I do kind of wish they'd done more in the punishment uh, rather than just stripping these guilds of their uh, place. But I assume that they have to leave leave that ne- leave that decision up to Netties on, on how to approach these players who have done this. Um, are you guys okay with the, the final resolution here? Nope. Should have been more. It's straight up. <laughs> yeah, probably should have been more. Like I, I, I'm surprised that it took as long as it did to get as far as remove to get to get where we are now, where they removed those guilds from the Alliance Hall of Fame. Um, I mean, that being said, I don't know when exactly that change happened. Uh, while I had posted about this two days ago, but I don't know when that change would have actually taken place. But I don't know three to se- three to seven days suspension of the achievements and removed from the Hall of Fame uh, for for what they did, which was selling sell, uh, selling the, the carries for for real money. I still don't feel as though that is enough. Would have liked to see would have liked to see figures closer to a month, honestly. Yeah, I think I'd have to agree. But hey, at least everybody else didn't get affected by it. Uh, looks like Cross Realm. Mythic remained unaffected. People were still able to to go ahead with that. So that that went ahead as as scheduled. So good on that at least. But it also looks like they may have getting close to just doing it naturally anyway because that that Hall of Fame is full right now. I definitely think that more should have been done. Um, I, I don't feel like there was enough uh, action taken here for truly disincentivizing folks from trying this in the future. Um, I feel like there's a decent chance that uh, people will try again and they will um, do everything they can to try and find a way to just not get caught next time. Which is uh, is unfortunate. Well, from what I understand about how this was done, I believe what people were doing was just going over to new guilds and carrying those guilds to the to, through the Sired and Athreus guild, so they would like these guilds wanted their name there, so people who were able to kill him, kill Denathrius on Mythic, would just transfer to a new guild and all that, and and then they would carry them through the raid. So, um, 
If, if they were to continue doing it that way, I imagine it would be very easy to catch. I would imagine so. I mean, that, that seems like something that's pretty easy to detect. So hopefully we don't run into something like this in the future. I mean, people will be creative. Hopefully this exact problem isn't replicated anymore. Unfortunately, it's just, it's like so many other things. It's, it's a big game of whack-a-mole, really. And I, I don't envy Blizzard for having to play that game all the time. But it's a game that's inevitable, especially at, uh, especially at something of this scale. So That's true. It's true. All right, let's get away from retail for a bit. Yes, so just really quick, as we heard from BlizzCon Line, there will be a TBC classic. And we're starting to see some PTR info coming through the pipeline about it. Mostly it's it's in classic, but it's UI that basically shows how they're going to handle the choice you make with your characters on whether you keep your character in classic or you move it to burning crusade classic. And we can see it's right on the character screen. There's a little thing that explains how it works and what you're going to do with it. And that's, that's pretty much the news. It's just nice to see we're starting to see the UI and how they're going to handle it. And also as a reminder, you can also clone your character and play on both types of servers. And it, it's a fee, but you can do that. That's not on this UI in the game, but this is just PTR. But we're we're starting to see how this works. So how close do you guys think we are to seeing a beta for BC Classic at this point? Like, I'd be surprised if we get into the second week of April without seeing BC beta. Yeah, I would imagine I something like that. Yeah. I'm curious if they'll run PTR for both at once. Like for over nine one and BC beta? Yeah, like the 9.1 beta and and yeah, the, B, the BC classic, yeah. I don't, I don't see why they wouldn't. They, they've already shown us that they that um, they're not too worried about overlap like it'll, it'll come out when it comes out kind of deal so I would not be surprised if both were on the PTR at the same time yeah I agree so just I, I remember forgetting so you guys, both of you guys feel like probably by second week of April maybe sooner by my birthday we'll have a BC uh, classic pretty great pretty classic I'd almost guarantee it. Okay, wait. Because uh, we haven't done this in a while, we we, we don't. Let's, let's do a prediction thing. All right, and let's, and let's actually keep track of it properly. Because <laughs> we, we do this a lot, but we never actually keep track. Okay, so, Medros, you're saying by the 16th? Roughly around there, yeah. Allie, what do you think? I'm going to say by. The six. I'm going to say the first. Because I think that would be funny. (laughs) All right. Well, everybody stay tuned for whoever's. How are we going to do this? Are we going to be closest without going over kind of deal or? Sure. Probably since we're all kind of within a couple weeks of each other. All right. Ooh, Manny, I agree with what you said in chat. Hall of shame. 100% need it. (laughs) <laughs> name and shame to them that's all I can say in fact we could probably find an archived version of the hall of fame and just create the hall of shame that sounds like it requires work yeah <laughs> maybe <laughs> okay well instead of doing that work Medros why don't you talk to us about our second sponsor alrighty then this show is also brought to you by audible get a free audible download at bit.ly slash reads 2021 that's bit.ly slash atareads2021. Nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. So the book pick from last week was Columbus Day. First book in 
the Expeditionary Force series. Uh, and this week, we're going to keep that uh, that trend going. Uh, we're going to do number two in the series, and it's called Spec Ops. Let's give that a listen. The Flying Dutchman shuddered again with sounds of groaning and the terrifying shriek of metal composites being torn apart. The displays on the bridge flickered, and the air was filled with alarm bells and klaxons from almost every system. Skippy, get us out of... The ship shook violently again. Direct hit on number four reactor, Skippy announced calmly. Reactor has lost containment. I am preparing it for ejection. Ejection system is offline. Pilot, port side thrusters, full emergency thrust on my mark. Ready? Desai acknowledged in as calm a voice as she could manage. Mark. Go, Skippy shouted. Whatever they were doing, it was more than the ship's already stressed artificial gravity and inertial compensation systems could handle. Normally, ship maneuvers were not felt at all by the crew. This time, I lurched in the command chair and had to hang on as the ship was flung to the right. There was a shudder, actually a wave of ripples traveling along the ship's spine, accompanied by a deep harmonic groaning. No ship should ever make a sound like that. Uh, so that is, of course, Spec Ops Expeditionary Force Book 2, written by Craig Allenson, narrated by R.C. Bray. And you can find that and over 500,000 other titles to choose from over at bit.ly slash atareads2021. Thank you again to Audible for supporting our show. So the question of the week from last week was, now that we have the Wandering Ancient Mount, are you happy with the community decision? If not, which one would you prefer have preferred to see? And we're leading off with a freaking banger right here. Seraphis says, We got a rough stick with stuff all over it, not even well-maintained. What we all really wanted was a rideable WAP. You know, a wet-ass slime kitty. But no. P.S. P equals S.K. in Maldraxian. Just saying. Thank you, Seraphis. Appreciate that. <laughs> uh, Wookie BH says, I still don't understand how Slime Saber lost. I think you misspelled Chunky Bug Boy, but you know what? I understand the sentiment. Nick knows what he's about. I'm with him on that one. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Grat says, same. Who wouldn't have loved a slimy kitty of their own? See? Evie the Kitta says, I love the mount. I don't even remember what the other ones were, but I can't imagine a better one. I've seen some people suggest that they should make a uh, make the other ones available for gold, or perhaps a store mount. All right, and Liger Wolf says not particularly happy with it. Would have been awesome if we'd gotten a praying mantis. It doesn't seem like somebody copied this properly. Uh, but I appreciate they're asking for the praying mantis mount. Uh, Shantyman says I wanted slime kitty. And Maddie says I wanted a wandering ancient that changed with the seasons and had multiple mount special <laughs> mount special animations. Good gravy did they deliver, and they even took the little grub and included it so it could look upon Toasty while he tanks the floor. <laughs> Thanks, Benny. Also, of freaking course, there's a special thing with Pepe's thing. That stupid freaking bird. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. All right. So next question is, are you going to be chasing the craftable Maw mount or are you waiting until 9.1 for quicker, quicker traveling in the Maw? Uh, I'm going to wait. I don't like, I don't like Venari. So now that I, now that, now that the question has been written, uh, uh, read out loud, like I realize, like I've left out the other two options for the Maw mounts. Uh, but I'm, I'm like, neither. I will probably continue just to chase the Torghast twisting corridor when, I'm a worgen. I get on all fours and I run. I'm good to go. And you started running. <laughs> run, Ellie, run. I feel like that's that that ability like reminds me of an '80s glam rock band song or something. I don't know. Dark flight. Sure. Isn't Dark Flight the sprint thing? Oh, yeah. Dark Flight is the sprint thing. Uh, running wild. Running wild. Come on, Allie. I don't, I'm not even, I don't even mean a warrior. Come on. I don't remember their names. I was getting mixed up. They both make me run fast. I like them both. I mean, to be fair, why would anybody remember the proper names for stuff? I mean... I make a well, fl Fleshy time. Hood is such, a, is such a better name than whatever the ability is actually called from the Necrolords. 
plush crafting crafter crafting something like that. Yeah, whatever. It's they're all, they're all slapping inf- hands. I was saying that a lot this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> all, the, yeah, all those are inferior names. Yeah, fleshy hood and slappy hands. I do kind of call it slappy hands in my head a little bit, but it not is, fleshy hood. It's totally, it's totally slappy hands. And fleshy hood makes sense. Yeah. I've literally never heard like a flesh crafting. I've never, yeah. I've never heard that ability referred to by its proper name. <laughs> I always call it that. So. It's just don't talk to me about ne- necrolar stuff, I guess. Well, to be fair, it's like, it's like my exposure to that is with Surface. It's like you never surface. talk to me anymore. You just don't listen to what I have to say anymore. And I'm feeling very unheard, Toasty. Feeling very disappointed right now. I, I don't. I can't even. I don't. So we. So we look forward to hearing everybody else's answer to this question. <laughs> Indeed. Now time for shoutouts. Uh, Ali, you get to go first. My shout out is to our dear t- friend Toasty, whose birthday is coming up on Friday. Happy birthday! Don't worry, I'm not. I'm not going to sing the whole thing. I, I actually thought it was on Wednesday, but uh, that's probably just because I can still connect t- Toasty with alcohol in my head. <laughs> it's been it's been years, man. I know, I know. But when I think of you, I still hear, I still see the picture of the, the two Coronas, man. Fair. I mean, that's been used in the Con Before the Storm advertising extensively. Yes. I feel like Sarah I feel like Sarah and Zia go out of the way to use that, and honestly I'm not mad about it. <laughs> hey, you gotta you gotta do what you're good at, man. And if that is drinking two coronas for an ad, then that's what it is. At least you're very well known by people at Con Before the Storm. Because you're their corner guy. <laughs> Uh, Manny, I've never played Edward Forty Hands. Um, I thought about doing it a few times. That's that's a lot. That is that is so much. Um, thanks, Ali. Appreciate that. Uh, hey, you're welcome. <laughs> I, 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 I so I found out. Well, I was thinking about that earlier today, and I found out that it, it was only showing my full birthday to me. I didn't. I didn't think that far ahead. I didn't realize that you could that you could differentiate who would see the full birthday on your your Twitter bio. Ah, is that what you did? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I, um, I will shout out Frasley. I don't know, like for no for no real reason, honestly. I I've been popping into her streams a lot, and I've just been enjoying all the content there and. You want a fun stream to watch? Go check out Frasley. She's fantastic. She really is. It's such a great, great community. Yeah, can't, can't couldn't agree more. Medros. Yeah. Um. My shout out is going to be to the folks who came up with the idea for and executed the TV, the Disney Plus show WandaVision. I just finished watching it yesterday, and I am impressed. So there's a few, though I, I there are a few things that uh, frustrated me a little bit. Uh, looking into it a little bit more, I do understand now why some things didn't quite go like we originally thought they would, and they originally planned. Pandemic unfortunately changed some of the plans they had. Um, but for for all of all of that which it could have been uh, and was it was hoped to be, and and complications that were thrown in the way. Uh, I think it was really well done. So, I I just want proper development of the Wanda Maximoff character, so that I can get my favorite X Men storyline and favorite Marvel storyline in general. Um, House of M M Day. Like, it's Ooh. such a it's such a great story. I loved that. Oh, I want really it good. so bad, and like I want a proper version of it. Like Civil War was great and all that, but. When they announced that Civil War movie was going to be a thing, I was very confused as to how they would get that entire story in. And while I enjoyed what the movie gave us, it wasn't the Civil War story that I'm familiar with. And I was a little, a little upset by that. It was still good, but wasn't what I was hoping for. Fair enough. All right. Well, I think that's about it for our show tonight. So uh, let's do our outro, I guess. If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, call 1-785-ATA-WOW5 or 
1-800-273-9695. You can send emails to show at allthingsazeroth.com. If you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash allthingsaz. Join our new Battle.net group at bit.ly slash bnetata. Check out Ali's show at dungeonfables.com and Toasty's stream at twitch.tv slash toastypostycan. You can find us on Twitter at allthingsaz. Medros is at Medros. Fandeth is at Fandeth. Toasty is at ToastyPostyCan. And Allie is at AllieAndrusK. And you can find the network at Dawnforge. And please check out the other shows from the Dawnforge network, including Group Quest. And we'll be back next week. In the meantime, take care. Happy hunting. And we'll see you on the other side of, well, more animals. Meet more animals. Bless you. Copyright 2021 Dawnforge Productions. Head to thedawnforge.com for more information.